This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So uh, a couple things happening in the NHL that we need to get to. Brian Burke and uh, Hextall let go. GM yes. and team president from Pittsburgh after a short tenure there. So after Pittsburgh didn't make the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. I uh, I was actually not surprised that – I wasn't surprised that Hextall lost his job, but I, I was actually kind of surprised that Burke did because I thought maybe he would be uh, – I, I thought maybe he would kind of get the the pass just as the president of hockey operations, the full, I wasn't expecting the whole, the full reset, the full cleaning house, which was, which was definitely an interesting development. Um, I thought Burke might still be there and be allowed to hire another GM. Uh, that Pittsburgh team, like, obviously they've got some great pieces and, and, and that they've had some great runs with Crosby and Malkin and Latang, but, since they've won their last Stanley Cup, they've made some questionable choices over multiple GMs, and uh, it's it's kind of it's one of those where it's like you enjoy the good times while you have them because as much as I I wouldn't ever bet against Crosby not getting into the playoffs next year or anything like that. I also I players around around Crosby and Malkin, do you really have? The pieces, I mean, how much can you rely on them to they they dragged this team as close as they did this year? Yep. Are they gonna be able to do it again a year older? Are they gonna be able to do it? So this Pittsburgh team and they they've they've moved pieces to they don't really have much as far as the as far as the the future goes placed right now. They don't have the they they don't have like I don't see the future prospect there. It's whoever takes this job is going to be basically praying that Crosby's going to buy them enough time to get some other things done because otherwise it feels like one of those jobs where it's a, you take that job and you may be, you may be in a, you may be in a rough spot where you're going to have to, uh, where, where, where you're going to, you may be out in a couple of years because I don't see the quick turnaround and, and Fenway sports group has taken over this team and I think this move by Fenway Sports Group is kind of showing that they are a little bit more serious about trying to win. And Fenway Sports Group has how they've run the Red Sox, how they've run Liverpool and everything like that. They yeah, they, win they now. Want, they win, they win now. And so if you're not winning, and I don't see the realistic path to winning, I don't know. I don't see a nice long-term job there. It's not like um it's not like in Arizona where Armstrong has a 
he gets he's got a long time yeah. to get something done there. Like yeah, it's that's not going to be the case in Pittsburgh. And like with uh, in Dallas, not that Jim Neal had a long time, but like I was Jim Neal came to bring in. Bring that up. You're yeah, right. Yeah, like he came in here with he was given he Jim Neal came in with the understanding that it was okay to that it was going to take some time, and that's something that whoever comes into Pittsburgh is not going to be getting that. So yep. best of luck. <laughs> yeah. And, and prior, and you know, I mean, when Jim Neal was here prior to 2017, it was not a rich prospect pool with the stars yeah. organization. And that clearly changed in 2017 with the draft they had with Robertson, Ottinger and Heishkinen. So well, um, and, yeah. And, and on top of that, Jim, Jim's early drafting sometimes takes a bit of a heat and, yep. and the, but like there's, there's certain things where sometimes the cards just don't fall your way. Like if, if whoever, like you look at Val Nachuskin, right. For example, and Val's time in Dallas, obviously not the, the way people wanted it to end, but that like, they were right on what type of player you could become. They just didn't yeah. develop in the right way. And they so might it's, be it's, right it's on that, Gurionov too. Exactly. I mean, so it's, it's, it's Jim's drafting sometimes takes a hit, but it's also, it's not the, uh, I would argue that it's not the, it's not as bad as it, as it used to be when people would sometimes rip on it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, whoever Val Nachuskin's agent is, Sean, he Mark needs Gandler. to, yeah. Okay. Mark really <laughs> needs to, he needs to press Val to stay in Colorado because the only reason I say that, and I know players have to make a lot of money, but watching him against Edmonton the other night, it's a completely different player than the one that was here with Dallas. I mean, and I'm talking physically as well. He just looks so much better on his skates. The confidence is there, knows where to be. He's a playmaker. Uh, he's a big presence on the ice. It was just like, wow, this is the same player that was here in Dallas. And partly, mostly, that's, that's, his, yeah. that's him. That was him, and he yeah. fully admitted it. But I just I found it fascinating well, watching that game and watching that power play unit, and I'm like, my goodness, he looks good. Well, this is going to be – I I don't want to make an enemy in Mark and his, his partner agent, Todd Diamond, in this, but do you know – so <laughs> – Julius Honka was also their client. Oh. <laughs> the, the, so the uh, so the stars just as far as as far as things go, and they don't none of the current stars none of the stars current players are repped by by uh, by Gandler and Diamond right now. So maybe maybe the maybe the philosophy on life becomes just don't dra- don't sign any players that are represented by Mark Gandler because they just don't work in Dallas. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention as we go around the NHL Mark, uh, now. That's real uh, quick. Mark, real quick, Mark, if you're listening, I'm joking. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's the cool thing about a podcast growing, Sean. This podcast seems to be getting in some hands. We're hearing some feedback, so that's always uh, good. So in Buffalo last night, uh, just an awesome moment with Craig Anderson. Yes, uh, yes. Buffalo winning in overtime and the team just mobbing him. It was so cool to see. And then the Senators sticking around and doing the handshake with him and then him going over to his family it just showed what kind of player Craig Anderson, what kind of legacy he's leaving. It's just, you know, not one of those guys clearly not going to go in the hall. 
Um, you oh, A yeah. lot of people won't remember Craig Anderson's name, but you can clearly see the impact that he's had on the game with the way that his teammates, the opposition, the crowd, the family have reacted to him. Well, and he played something like 708 games or something yeah. like that. Like, I mean, that's so gold goalies don't play that many games. It's it's, he had that time. And I think one of the, one of the things about Craig Anderson that needs to be remembered of like his quote unquote kind of like dedication and everything like that is uh, his career could have ended with COVID, right? Like he was playing for Ottawa and then the season got shut down and Ottawa didn't go anywhere. And, and it was kind of like, you could have made the case like a lot of teams did by not signing him that Craig Anderson was done, but instead of being done and he easily could have, I think it would have been 38, 39 at that point, instead of just going home, he joined the Washington Capitals uh, taxi squad and he was part of their taxi squad all season. And because of an injury near the end of the year, he got a couple games in. he actually appeared in two playoff games and then turned that into two pretty fine years in Buffalo to end out a career. And it's one of those like fingertips things of where if the Sabres really go on this, this, this trajectory, if they really take the next step, part of it is going to be because of Devin Levi and Devin Levi looks like the real deal. He looks like a future studding goal for Buffalo and Devin Levi. I actually talked to Devin Levi two weeks ago about this. One of the reasons Devin Levi signed with Buffalo coming out of Northeastern when he did was he really was impressed with his conversations with Craig Anderson about how things were running. And so if Devin Levi becomes this guy that we think he's going to be, if the Sabres become a team that in, in the East that become a legit contender and for a legit contender, Craig Anderson's fingerprints are going to be on this, even though it's something it'll be kind of forgotten, but that's what those celebrations are like last night. When you win in overtime, you send him out a winner it's it's those type of things where you're maybe paying Craig Anderson back a little bit for something you don't even realize he's given an organization. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You got some great feedback the other day when you sent out the uh, tweet um, regarding which team not in the playoffs would you pick to win a Stanley Cup? How many years did you give in the next three? Five five years. Five five years. years. Okay. But here, but here's the caveat. Yep. Here's the caveat because a lot of people missed. There's a lot of. It also showed a lack of reading comprehension by a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> the caveat was uh, no draft pick uh, outside of the playoffs, which some people missed that part of it. Uh, outside of the playoffs and uh, no uh, no draft picks. Just using your current roster because, of course. Of course, people were like, oh, first per, first team to the team that gets Bedard. Of course, I know that. The point is Bedard is a factor we don't know yet. It was based off the current roster, the current core. And uh of which playoff team, which team you think would be would win the would win the cup has the best chance of winning the cup in the next five years based off their current core. And uh and does me, current core count as people within the organization? 
Yeah, it includes prospects. Okay. So like if you were if you were uh like uh there's a stars are a playoff team, right? So it's they they don't apply to this exercise, but I would be like if you were in this hypothetical world, this uh you would include a Logan Stankoven as part. It's not like they have to go add him. You already have them in in the in the grouping, right? So um so Buffalo, for example, is the Buffalo to me is the one that I look at where yep. it's like, okay, you've got the pieces because the teams that win the Stanley Cup, right? There's basically there's three there's three big check marks you you kind of need. You need you need the top line forward. You need the top line forward, typically a center. It can be a winger, but typically a center. The top line center that drives the game and everything runs through them. You need the, the minute munching defenseman that does that that is elite. And you need the goalie. And between Tage Thompson, Rasmus Dahlin, and Devin Levi, Buffalo's got all three of those for the future, it looks like. Then you add in an Owen Power, uh, rookie number one pick from two years ago, played his rookie year this year after after still playing college hockey last season. Um, got some really good young pieces in, 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 a, in a JJ. I really like what JJ Turk is doing. Casey Middlestad is trying, takes, starting to make some trends in the right way. Like, it is, it's hard to look at Buffalo. Like I said, I wrote this this morning uh, over for EP ringside, just about the Sabres where of all the teams that miss the playoffs, it's hard to find a team other than the team that the team, the team that wins the draft lottery will be the happiest this summer, but the Sabres will probably be the second happiest because they're moving in the right direction. Yeah. They missed the playoffs this year, but they weren't, but they've already, they're already setting a high bar to go into next year. And I don't know any other team outside of the playoffs. You look like, I know some people were like, like, I think Calgary has a lot of good pieces, Yeah, but they, they, they've got two main issues is a, I think they're, they're, they need to change their coaching. And we saw some, we saw coaching hold them back this year. And then they also have the issue of like the best goalie in Calgary right now is playing in the AHL and Dustin Wolf and Jacob Markstrom really fell off the wagon this year. He still has three years. Dan Vladar has two years left. Like, Calgary's going to have to make some moves to find a way to get the best goalie in the system to actually play. So Buffalo to me is like, it's, it's a very popular opinion right yep. now. And I know, I know people in Buffalo have, it's, it's, it's an organization that sometimes that has gone through some, some low times. It's been 12 years without a playoff appearance. It just feels like it's all coming together for them now as, as, as they go forward. Um, it's, they are out East, right? Like there's kind of that, there's the current, teams that made the playoffs and then to me there's kind of that trio of uh ottawa going into this yep ottawa buffalo, buffalo and detroit detroit ottawa yeah. buffalo detroit to me there's kind of that trio where you're like okay this th- these three are have the potential to be who's next yeah and buffalo and ottawa took some strides this year i think detroit uh, not that detroit didn't take strides but detroit didn't take the strides the way buffalo and ottawa did and while well Ottawa has says Tim Stutz like Ottawa's question Ottawa's issue is I don't know about the goaltending they, they need to find the goalie I think there's a lot of good pieces there obviously the adding Chikrin is a huge boost for Ottawa yep. long term um, Detroit's the one where you're like looking like Detroit kind of got left behind because unless you, you get some good prospects in Detroit but like you don't have a Tage Thompson you don't have a Rasmus Dahlin so like it's um, Buffalo is in a good spot and I don't like Gavin, when you look out West, the other weird thing is the West is such a, 
like other than Calgary, who we know what they are because they played Dallas in the playoffs last year and they're a little bit old, like the West is kind of, if you were below the playoff cut line in the West, those teams all have a lot of work to do. Like even Nashville, like I know Nashville has, I know Nashville made some good moves at the deadline. They traded Tanner Juneau for a boatload of picks and, but Nashville still has a lot of things to do where there's a lot of ways things can go wrong. Um, out West, there's not really, if you're outside the playoffs right now, you're either in that group like Arizona and Anaheim where you were clear or Chicago, where you were clearly playing for one thing and one thing only the number one pick outside of that. There's, I don't see the plan forward for a lot of teams in the West right now, which is a good thing for this, which to bring us back to the Dallas stars is a wonderful thing for stars fans. Cause you look in the West and you look at, we talk about how the stars are built long-term. We look at their prospect pool. We look at how things are working and, it's uh they're in a field out west where a lot of people aren't like that and it's it's a really good time a stars are going to the playoffs next week b long term you look at west you're like the stars have a chance to be one of the western powers for a while and it's 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 a great landscape to look at you know i would throw in maybe and they're it's gonna be tough out there but the ducks just bit, just because I know, I know yeah. it's tough. I know it's tough. But you said, you know, that's the problem because they can't add any parts and they have some older defensemen. They do have a pretty good prospect in Zellweger, a two-way defenseman uh, that's still really, really young. But I just, I like Terry a lot. I, I just, I, I like the makeup of that team. Uh, I know they could be a little cocky at times, um, yeah. but. You know, I actually had them fighting for a potential wild card two position this year, and to me, they were a disappointment. I've always been a Josh Gibson guy. I know he's getting up there in years. So, I mean, under your current thing, I completely agree with you. I just think if the Ducks, you're right, I'm breaking the rules. If they got Connor Bedard <laughs> and uh, made some offseason acquisitions, you know, they they might make it up to be a contender for that wild card number two. But I think you nailed it with uh, your picks. Uh, absolutely. The only thing about Detroit, and you're closer to the situation uh, than most, is I just think anytime Steve Eiserman's involved with a team and it's five years away, I have to put my trust in Stevie Y based on his resume. Which is fair. It's also it's also a weird thing, too, with, like, Eiserman, like, he did a lot of great work in Tampa, but the one big caveat that often gets missed with Steven, Steve Eiserman is he was gifted Victor Hedman and Steven Stamkos. I mean, yeah. you give like that. He came into Tampa. Those were the picks the two years before him. Yes. He gets credit for drafting Andre Vasilevsky and he's really churned these other pieces around, but it's not like Steve Eiserman went and he was, he was gifted two top 100 NHL players in NHL history. I believe both those guys were in that list. And when the NHL did that, I think so. Uh, so that's something where I think that's the important caveat. I'm not saying that you should, that Steve Eiserman is not a good GM at all. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, I think that's the important caveat that sometimes needs to be remembered where, where Jim Nill had to go out and acquire a Tyler Sagan. Steve Eiserman was gifted a Steven Stamkos where the stars had to, where the stars had to get a bit, had to find their Jason Robertson in the second round, the lightning 
got Steven Stamkos at number one overall before Steve Weiserman ever arrived. So just, I always want to throw that caveat where it's like, I'm really fascinated to watch this rebuild in Detroit with Iserman because I'm curious to see what he does when he hasn't been given those pieces, those pillars that frankly, a lot of people could have built around. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Well, I'm excited for next week. Are you excited? Oh yeah, I am. It's going to be fun. Yeah, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and we're going to have a lot. Of, we're going to Gavin and I are still figuring out the exact <laughs> logistics of it, and we're, we're but how I'm excited about we? what? Yeah, but but we're gonna uh, we're gonna bring we're gonna have lots some, of yeah yeah, yeah lots. we're gonna have lo- we're gonna we're gonna do lots of off the playoffs here. We're gonna have we're gonna have uh, we're gonna be delivering more than we have during the regular season because it's time to step it up and 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 deliver for you guys and. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. So thanks again to everyone for supporting, for listening. It's been, we see, we see the numbers every month. They get higher and higher. Like, honestly, it's been, we, uh, you, we keep asking you to, to share it and it keeps growing. So um, it's been, it's been fun and the regular season has been fun and, and it's going to, and it's going to continue next week. So uh, yeah, I rambled my way to a thank you. So thank you to everyone for listening. No, it, it's wonderful. And I would also add to this because of you guys supporting spits and suds, we're doing a lot more hockey talk on one Oh five, three, the fan example, Jim nil on today. And the guys are talking about it every single day and breaking down the games. And uh, you know, we're talking, I will pull back the curtain. We're talking as a group, as far as what, you know, the guys are texting me. What did you see last night, boss? You know? And so we're talking about that stuff. So it's good. Uh, I'm excited. It's it's great to have playoff hockey, uh, especially right now with the Mavs, not making the playoffs. This is a great opportunity for the stars to capture this town. The Rangers are off to a hot start as well. So it's a, uh, it's a good time to be a hockey fan in DFW. So we will talk to you next week. And as Sean mentioned, Thank you. We see the numbers. We see they're growing. Uh, We're excited. I think April is on pace to be another record month. So super excited. It's because of you, Dallas Stars, and you, the DFW hockey fan. So as always, a massive stick tap to you. Thanks again for listening to Spits and Suds on 105.3 The Fan. Have a great weekend, everybody.